Hello there sunshine, I'm Giselle Lopez and this is From the Born and Raised, where I tell you all the things about where I was born and raised. I was born and raised in beautiful, sunny San Diego, California, and I've never lived anywhere else, making me a true San Diegan. It took me leaving for college in Los Angeles to realize just how much I love San Diego. If you're looking for a small vacation or a little getaway, San Diego is great for all ages and is full of so many adventures. This podcast is divided into three series, each one into the designated areas I believe San Diego to be. The first one we covered was about the mountains, and last time we talked about the beaches. So this next podcast is going to be about the beautiful and amazing city of San Diego. Now, there are many, many cities in San Diego, and a lot of them have activities to do, and a lot of them are also just intimate communities families decided to live in. Because this podcast is going to be pretty lengthy, I'm going to divide it into two episodes. In this first one, we're going to cover more of the intimate communities families live in. And not to call these boring, (laughs) boring areas of the city, but they don't have much tourist attraction as others do. You might hear some of these cities and be like, oh, I heard that on the last episode. And yes, I'm bringing them back just because there may have been a detail I left out or give you some new piece of information about that one area that I love. So without further ado, let's get started. So the first city I'm going to talk about is City Heights. And City Heights is a community that has many, many people from many, many backgrounds. And I think one thing that sets City Heights apart from a lot of other communities in San Diego is that they don't is that it's not segregated. It's not one community here, one community there, and the other one in the back. Absolutely not. It's so integrated and there's so much unity now than there ever was. This is a community that my parents grew up in and to hear them say that this community has come a long way, has come from being full of gangs and violence, is now moving towards a healthy relationship with the police and people in power and is more is more connected with one another in a good way than connected to each other with violence and there's one area that comes to mind when I talk about city heights and it's on Euclid and it's the Euclid tower this tower is kind of central of city heights it kind of goes the Kensington area um But the Euclid Tower is now a bar and tattoo parlor, and you can recognize it easily. It's full of so much color, but it wasn't always like that. The Euclid Tower was originally a drive-in soda fountain, and its second floor was used as an observation deck. Over the decades, the building has been a unique home for a string of businesses, mostly restaurants, but is now officially a tattoo and bar. Um, this building used to be so ugly and super gray in the 1980s. It was fully neglected and it wasn't until a group of artists came up with community art project and painted it with so many colorful designs and and the designs on the tower are actually from third grade kids who live in, who lived in the community and helped design the tiles and the art and the colors that went on this tower. And so the next one I'm going to talk about is Lemon Grove. 
So Lemon Grove is another small intimate community that I also went to school in. And Lemon Grove, you'll know you're entering Lemon Grove away from um, this intimate community called Redwood is because you're going to cross the trolley tracks and immediately get hit by this big lemon. And it's just a random lemon statue. There are a lot of lemon trees in the area, but Lemon Grove, I feel, is like the staple community before you hit La Mesa, Spring Valley, um, Hamul, and is like the is like the outlet for many of the many of the even more inland cities of San Diego and that's where you get most of the heat in. So this is a good spot for a lot of good eating areas. It's an area for a lot of great coffee shops. Lemon Grove again is the outlet to all of the mountains and hikes and everything in between. It's a good spot to connect you to one of our um, hiking mountains, Cal's Mountain and Grossmont. And I'm going to get into those cities right now. So I said La Mesa first and La Mesa is Spanish for the table. I don't understand why they named it La Mesa. La Mesa is like lower um, altitude wise than other ones. I would understand if it were taller because the table's tall. Um, I, I still really don't know. Um, but this is also, um, an area similar to Lemon Grove that has a lot, that is like the outlet for a lot of these other cities. And La Mesa also is very connected with Center City of San Diego, which I don't officially know the name. I couldn't find a name looking and researching it up, but it's an area where San Diego State University is. And a lot of people argue whether it is Central San Diego or if it is considered um, third city heights, whatever it is, I namely just name it San Diego because it's like the center of the heart. Um, although a, lo- a lot of other people could argue that it is downtown that's the heart. But from La Mesa, you can hit Grossmont. And Grossmont is the outlet to El Cajon where there are a lot of activities. And if you are wondering more about El Cajon, and wondering like what areas there are out there for activities. El Cajon is one of the hotter areas in San Diego. Um, It's an area where they have a lot of mountains and if you want to know more about the mountains go ahead and jump to the first episode of the podcast. Um, But El Cajon and Grossmont are very there's like no fine line between the two to distinguish whether or not you're in Grossmont or you're in El Cajon. And especially because there's a school that sits right on the front of that borderline and it's Grossmont High School and they're in the Grossmont Union District, but it's also sitting on El Cajon land. Um, this is a high school that I'm pretty sure I mentioned in the very first episode of the mountains. Um, where San Diego's homegrown Java Joe Musgrove, our starting pitcher for the San Diego Padres, went to high school. And um, they have a mural done by Ground Floor Murals. And um, and it's pretty cool. I've, I've only seen pictures. I haven't actually gone onto the campus because my high school was their direct rival. It's really cool. It's really pretty. And 
venturing further out into the mountain area towards Alpine. I talked about Alpine in the very first episode about the area, um, a lot of the activities you can do out there. But Alpine is like a pretty big stretch from El Cajon. It's a lot of freeway and a lot of mountain area. And you get into Alpine, Julian, Mount Laguna, Cuyamaca, um, and Santa Isabel. So you're gonna, so those areas are more out there past Alpine, but again, those are in the very first episode. Um, moving back towards El Cajon, there are many, many activities to do out there. There's a lot of the trampoline park. Um, El Cajon has most of the, most of the farm aesthetic, like pumpkin patches or Christmas tree farms. El Cajon has more of the western, I feel, vibes, especially in restaurants. This is an area mostly where you can, um, where you can buy property that's not as expensive further deeper into the city. Um, El Cajon is, like I said earlier, one of the hotter areas, which I think is why most people don't buy in that area. Um, but El Cajon recently had a lot of victory in there. And El Cajon is home to Granite Hills High School, which last year, 2022, won their very first CIF championship in the second division. It was super cool, super awesome to witness, especially considering that uh, one of my family members was on the team and was an integral part in winning those games to get to where they were now. Um, they just recently won the CIF Open Division. Back to the community. Going further towards the coastal and beach area, Pacific Beach is a, a is an area I talked about in the last episode about the beaches of San Diego. And this area, I feel, is one where it's a very limiting to-do and I talked about why last episode, and just to recap real quick, it's mostly beach, which, I mean, you can get from Pacific Beach. Um, there are small shops, there are small vendors there, but the part that keeps me away from that area is the parking, and just so overly crowded for no reason. Um, but there's really, again, only one thing you can do over there is just go to the beach and shop around a little bit for expensive prices, because that's where a lot of tourists go. Um, or you can even go over there for some beach pictures. Leaving that behind, you can go further up into the San Diego area. And by up, I mean more north. And uh, before you hit Camp Pendleton, which I feel is the line drawn <laughs> keeping LA Orange County from San Diego, um, there are two cities, Escondido and Carlsbad, are mainly only referenced for three things. Um, Escondido mostly would be referenced if you're talking about somebody who has, who is wealthy and is rich. Um, this is primarily where the wealthy, rich CEOs and, uh, family money live. It's also, if you hear somebody young talking about it, they're either trying to buy a house out there, talking about how expensive it is to buy a house out there or to live out there, or they're talking about football. Um, Escondido High School finds themselves a lot recently in the di those divisions playing um, CIF football. Um, but those are really the only things 
that you hear about Escondido. Um, I know somebody who lived in Escondido and they thought that the community was extremely quiet, extremely to themselves. And it's a really nice area to have your family grow up in. Um, I think the one issue with, with Escondido though is because it is a wealthy community, it has a lot of targets on their back from people who want to steal stuff because it's such a wealthy community and is subject to a lot of break-ins. But if you go a little bit, little bit, little bit further on the freeway, you'll hit Carlsbad and Carlsbad is home to the Carlsbad outlets. And that's an outlet my family hits like three times a year probably um, where you can go where they have like outlet stores um, of like designer stuff or just random stores throw their, their extra merchandise and they throw big sales on it. Like especially during the holidays, that's where you can go to get all your good deals um, two for one, buy one, get one free, 50% off the whole store, like the really good deals you'll find there. And the comparison between Escondido and San Ysidro, which I'll talk about next, uh, San Ysidro has their own outlet as well. And San Ysidro is literally in the complete opposite area of Carlsbad. I said earlier, Carlsbad is up north heading towards LA. San Ysidro is the bordered city area before you hit Mexico and go into the Tijuana border. Um, San Isidro has their own outlets area and it's the Las Americas outlets. That area is more shoe-based, I feel, than the Carlsbad. Carlsbad is, I feel, is more clothing. Um, but it's whatever you're really looking for, you're going to find. Both can be extremely packed. But both can be extremely packed, especially when you're going for or during the holidays. Um, But, like, that's the difference between those two and going further with San Ysidro. And like I said, San Ysidro is the border next to Tijuana, the line you have to cross to go into Mexico. Um, And, of course, because it's right there next to Mexico, Mexico, you're going to find a lot of Hispanics and a lot of Latin people. Um, coming either crossing from the U.S. to Mexico or crossing from Mexico into the U.S. to do some shopping or to go to work is a community that I feel is a very, is like the staple of hard work because they're trying to provide for their family. They're trying to, they're trying to have the American dream while living in a, in a, um, in a place like Mexico where it's very hard to find work, very hard to get paid a well a well amount for their family because everybody else is trying to do it and unfortunately there are very little people who can cross over to the U.S. to get jobs to provide for their family and have to resort to worse things um and and um who are going from worse things Um, But moving to a more happier note, this is the last city I'll talk about before we cross into the next episode of From the Born and Raised, and that is Chula Vista. And I bring up Chula Vista because it's literally right next to um, San Ysidro. Chula Vista is a city 
um, my family and I frequent here and there. Um, we'll either go for the reclining, um, the reclining chairs at the AMC in Chula Vista or the uh, AMC that is super cheap because it's right next to the border. The main reason you'll find, we'll find ourselves in Chula Vista is during the Christmas season. And that's because there's an area that is around about in the Chula Vista community that is called the Christmas Circle. And because we're nearing December, as this podcast is being recorded, it's an area that is mandatory to decorate their home with the holly jolly joy of Christmas. And families get to either drive through it or walk through it to see all the lights and the blow up um, figures of characters dressed in their Santa hats or elves or in the sleigh. Um, I like to see how creative people get with what has happened in the year, the pop culture, sports. I'm really hoping somebody does like a Taylor Swift themed kind of house, hoping there's a millennial living out there, or to see houses that didn't do any of that and walk by with my family saying, oh, look at that Grinch house because they didn't decorate and it's looking like they're bringing down the whole block because there's no lights there. But this area is so much fun to be in, especially during the holiday season where where you can spend time with your family, enjoying the joy of Christmas. That wraps up episode three of From the Born and Raised, where I tell you all the things about where I was born and raised. We covered cities in San Diego that have some attraction, but not a lot but their main heart is focused in the heart of community. I hope to see you soon on the next episode of From the Born and Raised.